Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mario's Minute. For those who do not know, this is my second podcast I do. My main podcast, Matcha, is a little bit more structured, and it's more where I talk about new things in the world of video game modding, video game console modding. I have some visuals on there as well, too. But this here is my second podcast where I come on here and I talk about whatever the hell I want to. Sometimes I have a guest on, sometimes I don't, and I do this every single month. I've been doing it for well over five years at this point, almost six years. So for anybody joining in listening, thank you very much. Uh, it is available in two different formats. First of all, it is available in a video visual format here on the Mr. Mario 2011 YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey channels. And there's not too much visually going on. There's just a cool looking visualizer with my channel background. At least I think it's a cool looking visualizer there. But since this is a podcast, you can take it around and listen to it wherever the hell you want to like an actual podcast in audio only form. Simply look up Mario's Minute on your favorite podcasting app, site, service, provider, what have you, and you should hopefully be able to find it. I know it's not available on all of them, but it's available on most of them. Either way, as I said, this is my podcast where I come on here, not very structured. I kind of just talk about whatever the hell I want to. Sometimes I have a guest on, sometimes I don't, and I try to alternate month to month. Now, I know the last few months I've kind of fumbled a little bit with that. I haven't gotten guests on. That's been my bad. My apologies here. But this time around, I did secure a guest. He was someone who he had reached out, you know, a few months ago. We were talking, but we've also known of each other for a few years here. So to my guest, as I always ask, who the hell are you? Nick Moses 05. What's oh, up, man? Oh, shit, man. How's it going? Man, it's going good, man. You know, just the same old living the, the good life of uh, a podcaster now. I guess oh. just like you, right? Uh, perfect. Yeah, that's all I'm doing, podcasting all day, every day. No, that's more, know, right? that, that's more That's more. your forte. I know you've been doing the podcast thing. I guess for, uh, actually, for anyone who doesn't know you, uh, what would you say you do out there on the yeah. internet? All right, man. So Nick Moses 05, a little bit of everything. Uh, started out doing a lot of YouTube tutorials and videos, then branched out from there. Started streaming games on Twitch, also live streams, videos on TikTok, Facebook page, Twitter, you name it. I'm pretty much out there and also now podcast and all platforms. But I, I'm not like you. I'm not like you yet. You know, I'm still growing up, man. So give me some time soon and I'll be like you. Right? <laughs> Thank you. I don't I don't want anyone to aspire to be me, though. Be your own individual person. I appreciate that. You but you're, you're doing I mean, well, you do the more uh, you do the, the live stream, the podcast thing, which I definitely appreciate. I And I was telling you before the show here, I've been following for a few years and mainly the last few months I haven't followed as tightly uh not because no, nothing against you it's just i haven't been listening to any podcasts in the last few months but uh you're yeah. definitely i mean you're within the modding community so you cover a lot of like not just gaming topics but like modding topics and all that uh the drama is very entertaining i'll say that thank you thank you man yeah. you know what the drama kind of falls into my lap a lot of times it does it does yeah i don't have to search very hard it's just kind of like hey can you talk about this today Ah, uh, okay. You asked me to talk about it, and you got drama. So that's how a lot of it develops. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think it's because, like, I mean, you're known with this, and you're accessible, and you kind of have that platform. So if people want to signal boost something, they'll kind of come to you for that. But also, you kind of have like the call-in show, right? So like, people yep. can actually come in and talk and be guests on there and say their piece. Yeah, you know what? That's one thing I tried from the start. I always wanted to make it available to where people could come in and talk and say whatever they got to say right then and there and get a direct 
you know, kind of direct answer right there on the fly if anything you got to ask. So that was the beauty of it. Now, sometimes they can't backfire. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you know, you don't have a censor button for people's mouths. Right. But you no, know. no. Yeah. <laughs> Outside Especially that, when it's live. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about it. When it's live, it, it's worse. But if people understand your content and they know you don't allow certain things, then, you know, for the most part, you're pretty good. Perfect. <laughs> no, nice, man. And, and I would say I am now better than I used to be. Oh, yeah. I was kind of just, yeah, at first it was just me in a room and cutting on the mic. And it's like, yo, man, I can't believe Nintendo just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I said, you know what? Now I, I like those streams, though. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I actually sometimes on Throwback Thursdays might throw one up, right? Just to throw one up. And it, it does bring back that feel. And but now it's more structured. I don't have to talk about certain things anymore. Um, more people want to hear it, believe it or not, you know, and um, more people seem to like me in person and live than they like recorded. So it seems like, yeah, I benefit from being live. So now you get me live most of the time. Yeah, I mean, well, that's you you found your groove. That's where you're flourishing and all that. So that's that's awesome whenever you can just like find that steady energy with content creation, you know? Yeah, it is, man. But it can be, you know, draining at times. But you're right. It's a it's a balance. And if you can get the balance between life and doing that, you know, day to day job and all that. Mm -hmm. No, perfect. And I think I got a pretty good balance to where, hey. I'm not trying to be, you know, I need a million viewers tomorrow. I'm going to go out there and just do, you know, it's really not about that for me, man. I'm having fun now. And that's the most important. It was a it point is. where I was not having fun and I was kind of feeling pressured to do certain videos or certain yeah. things. And now I don't feel that pressure. Um, I do it because I want to. And now you get more because I want to do it more. So it works out. And when you're not having fun with it, like it's it's channeled in the content and like people can tell there's it's not like it's it bad, is. but they could just tell there's something off, you know, yeah. you could you could definitely tell and you don't kind of go to the next step. You know, some things you're like, oh, what's the next big thing I can do there or what's something else I can. And when you're tired of it, you're really just trying to get through it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, I'm not trying to find out this. Let me, what's the simplest way I can get through this and be done with it? So now that I do this now, I'm always looking like, hmm, what new overlays can I use? What new sounds can I use? What new emotes can I use? What new things, you know? So it's always now that I'm streaming live, I'm always looking like, oh, there's something else I can do to add on to my stream or, yeah. you know, something because I'm excited about it. Yeah. Well, I know in, uh, I, I feel like you could appreciate kind of like the German thought on this. I, I know there's several countries that are like this, but I'm mostly thinking like Germany, for example. Um, you know how there's like with any business, almost any business out there, those, those uh, customer satisfaction ratings where it's like, hey, like rate how we did one out of 10, 10 being the best, uh, one being the worst. <laughs> yes. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, there are international companies, like for example, if there's a company based in the US, they have to kind of adjust it for the European market, um, pretty much just kind of put it on a, they pretty much have to plus one everything is what I'm trying to say, because like Germany, for example, wow. um, it is so ingrained there, where the highest score you'll ever get on a customer satisfaction rating is a nine out of 10, you'll never get a 10 out of 10 from them. Because over there, the belief system in place, which is really ingrained in folks, is that uh for something to be a 10 out of 10 
that means that it's perfect. And there's no such thing as perfection, because if perfection exists, then there's no longer any room to grow. So the highest you'll get is a nine out of 10, because we always have room for improvement. So that's why, like, if you're getting customer satisfaction ratings in the US, 10 out of 10, all good. But if you're getting nine out of 10 or eight out of 10 from, you know, any European countries, they're going to weigh that differently and just add plus one to it. Mm, wow, that was deep. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> just on another scope, right, from the state side of things, if you, there's jobs, I could testify, multiple jobs I've been at where they say, if you get anything under 9.3 something, right, mm -hmm. then you do not qualify for a bonus. So if you get a nine, you don't qualify. And they that, expect yep. tens all the just how crazy the thought of that yep. you getting a nine is not good enough for a bonus. And that is exactly why they have to weigh it for those other countries, because if you're getting a whole lot of European customers, they're giving you nines out of tens constantly. That is the equivalent of perfection. That's a equivalent of a US 10 out of 10 right there, yeah. just like all the other sizes and stuff. But, you know, you can't do it. So that's why they like companies like that. Hopefully, if they're smart about it, they will add that extra weighting on there. So that way, if you're getting nine out of 10 from all these European customers that you're working with, then it's still going to be the same as a 10 out of 10 to you at the end of the day. Damn. Okay. And it seems like, you know, a lot of international things, man. I ain't trying to be all you've been, but I see you traveling. Okay. I see I've, you over I've, there. I've traveled a bit. I'm kind of a mutt when it comes to my genetic makeup and everything as well, too. So I, I've been blessed for that. Yeah. And then, of course, just like interacting with people all around the world. Like we were talking a little bit about this prior to the show, like when we were offline, yeah. but it's, I was telling nick that uh when you're uh, especially when you're traveling but even just uh like international travel of course but just really like exposing yourself to people and situations you wouldn't necessarily like deal with day to day like people and things and places that are going to be different that's where you end up growing that's where you change your mindset that's where you really challenge yourself so yeah it definitely totally helps great. out like you can like you'll see like people who have traveled all around the world move much differently than people who have barely left their state totally agree and for me i will say got my passport right here congratulations but, thank you i have never left the country and i've been traveling so many states you see all right. I travel. Yeah. I travel all, I mean, so many different places. Stayed in random, <laughs> stayed in towns that people be like, what the hell is that town? And I'm like, dude, that's the best town I've ever stayed in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's the place you go. It's a small town and the Applebee's is popping. <laughs> yes. You know, you know that place, right? That's the same place I go to, right? It's just right around the corner, you know? And, and believe me, every time you go, the food's hot. It's the best food. And the hotel is cheap and it's a good hotel. And, you know, you don't have to worry about those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I will say soon, which, you know, I will say within a year. I will be leaving. Do not know where to go. So I will be looking for recommendations on places to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. But um, it will be a big um trip for me and the wife. And we're going to be I doing it. We just don't know where we want to go. I mean, you're trying to uh, just from I, I I know with this, I'm not even trying to skirt around or anything because uh, I know, you know, you did a lot of coverage with uh, Gary Bowser and all that. You were breaking a lot of news there. Um, you interviewed mm -hmm. him several times. I know Canada is definitely a place you're trying to get up to, right? Yes. And Dude. speaking of that, it, it's funny that you mentioned that. I've actually talked with Gary and multiple times. I speak with Gary daily, right? Okay. Gary messaged me today earlier. We talk about 
doing a live interview. Yes. You know, I spoke yeah. about it many times coming out there, man, where I really would love to sit down where he's like, man, come on. It's just the fact that time when the time comes, but you're right. This is the thing though, right? I, if I go there, that ain't the wife is like, is that really a trip for us? Or are well, you just trying to see your boo gear? Well, you know? well, like- <laughs> well here, here's here's the thing, man. As someone who uh, who loves Kanda, who's been up there multiple times, I, I definitely recommend going. But yeah, you're gonna have to get some Gary time. You're gonna have to do that. But also because you're gonna be going to the Toronto area, make sure you stay there for like another week at minimum and just do stuff, experience things, eat poutine, mm-hmm. just do a lot of stuff there. I have a lot of love. For Canada. I've been to the Toronto nice. area multiple times. I've been to the Vancouver area multiple times. It's beautiful. One of the one of the greatest mm. drives you can do is flying into SeaTac and then drive two hours up to the border. It is a beautiful, like tear jerking wow. drive. It is oh, beautiful. You like s- if you're just if you're just trying to go up to Vancouver, yeah. And also it's gonna be a little cheaper that way. You sold me. You sold me right there. <laughs> you sold me because I am one of those that Believe me, I've taken many flights, but I love to drive. I love to see mm, sights. You know, so the, the fact that you said that, that you could fly and just drive right across and the view of what you're going to, oh, mm-hmm. I'd much rather drive. Why, do, yeah. why am I going to fly? I want to take the time and drive. We could stop and pull up. You know, I'm one of those dudes that, hey, let's pull over and eat at the little side spot and rest for a bit. You know, the, I don't know. It, it's kind of like I got to that point where I, I'm yeah. enjoying that time just being out and kind of like you mentioned traveling meeting people experiencing and you're right you are learning because it's nothing you know around there right Mm -hmm. you're not accustomed to anything you don't know certain times you don't know what town you're in (laughs) Sometimes, right it's like where do i go so no they you know i'm gonna take your word that toronto is as beautiful as it is and i'm gonna try to just tell the wife like hey look you know we might we might just want to take that one we could start off a nice, beautiful drive, right? We can go to Vancouver. We, you know, we could spend a whole maybe two weeks, mm-hmm. right? Do a lot yeah, of traveling, you yeah. know, and we can go ahead and, and the beauty, you know, I'm always on the road anyway. So it typically works for me. You know, there we I, go. Might, I might have to take you up on that, man. I'm glad you yeah. said it and I'm going to tell her you said it. There so the go. fact that I said you play, said play, it. Play back this episode yeah, right here for I'm her. Playing it back. <laughs> I'm playing it back. I'm playing it back. I'm going to be like, look, he said it right here. You hear that? Yeah. She's going to be like, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Look, if you hey, if you if you need to talk travel later or something, let me know. I got. I'm not like a travel expert, but no, I, I can I, I can at least give some uh, some pointers and like some things to do and all that. No, nah, so, you right nah. on spot with what I like. I love to see beautiful sights. You know, I'm not the dude. I'm not trying to say, hey, what's the new, what's the latest club going down, man? No. I'm trying to get there and have. I'm not hitting any clubs, man. I'm not. I just want a nice restaurant where I can eat at, nice hotel, oh nice man, sites I can see, you and know, that's, things like that. That's it. That's, that's a nice time. That's the thing. That's the thing too, man. That I love. I I I I tell people. I instill this in people. I say one of the best things you can do when you're traveling is exploring with your stomach. That's one of the best things that you can do. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yes. when you when you're going, for example, when you're when you're going up to Canada. Do not go to a Chili's. Do not go to an Applebee's. Go to the local place there. <laughs> yes. Even the chains. Honestly, I, I'll exclude. I'll excuse the chains. Like go to Tim Hortons because like Tim Hortons is going to be more prevalent over there. Go the Canadian yeah. exclusive stuff. Then check out the local things there while you're over there. Like that's the type of stuff that I recommend. Um, I even when I had this uh, this summer, I had gone out to L.A. for a trip, and uh, when I was there, it's like this is. It's funny. I'll tell certain people. 
and it's just like i talk to people who they are just so safe with their eating they like to go to the same places <laughs> they, yep. wh wh wherever they travel like almost place where they've memorized the menu so when i tell them this they're horrified and i'm just like no when i went to la there were all these these carts, these vendors there, and I had one of the I had the best hot dog I had ever had there from a vendor who was probably not licensed, cannot guarantee they were paying their taxes, <laughs> might not have even washed their hands, but that was amazing. Then I had a perfect lemonade, even like even European countries would have said it was perfect, and I had one of the best burritos from like another like locally owned like family operated tent it was great that is the type of stuff i live for but there was someone in the group at one point like the first night we're there they're just like hey so i've heard about chilies and i shut that down like we're not going no if you're coming here especially to la of all places you're not going to a chilies yo i can see that right now and you know some people you know you got those people it's like yeah, just go to McDonald's, give me the number two extra ketchup, uh, you know, <laughs> put the extra, you know, lettuce on there, give me a large <laughs> drink. They already got the mint, you know, the whole meal planned yeah. out, you know, and I'll, I'm with you. I'm one of those people that especially if I'm traveling, it will be you will never find a time. And I quote me on this ever a time <laughs> where I will eat at any place that is anywhere within the state of where I live in, unless, which many times I'm traveling, some places I've noticed and some, they close early. So I've mm -hmm. had stopped at towns where, you know, stuff's closing at six or eight, and then I might come into town later. Okay, all right, all right, you got me. You got me, Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, no, no, I was no. going to say, like, there's times where it's like, hey, you know, we've had a late night. We're getting back. We still have an hour left. What's the only thing that's open at 2 a.m.? A McDonald's. Go. Yeah. Sure. I'm not going to shame you for that. Yep, you got me. Other than that, no, I'm not. You think it's why? Why? I to me, you got something that you can experience and it's there. And believe it or not, it's going to be better than all that other stuff. Cause what people don't realize about big business is there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff with big business that oh, doesn't yeah. happen with a lot of these mom and pops. You know what I mean? You got all the marketing and things going behind. Oh, you wonder why they're able to build so many in this one location. They have certain license agreements. They have certain things. So it's a lot of big business that goes on. When you got a mom and pop shop, look, man, they just want to make money. Exactly. We just want people. We want people here. And we want you to stay. So we're going to make our food damn good. We're going to try to make it the best, and we're going to give you the best service. Yeah. You know, it's not like we have to, hey, if we lose you, we might lose you for good. Whereas McDonald's can say, people can say, oh, I'll just go across the uh, town to the next McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could say that when I was ingesting a bit of Taco Bell somewhat regularly, I was like, okay, this is definitely the Taco Bell I'm not going to go to because they always mess up my order. So I'm going to go with the one that's like two minutes away. Preach. I mean, I'm dealing with that right now. One right yep. around the corner from me. It's crap. Okay, now I'm not going to lie. When I go there in that ghetto, my meal's good. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like they're ghetto there, right? And it's something with this. This is just off the rig. I got to get this that we on here, right? But they're ghetto there. And it seems like when you act ghetto, your food come great and they cool with you. Like they like, oh, yeah, man, here you go. I threw you an extra extra taco in there, man. Yeah, I got you, man. All right, holla. <laughs> holla at you, man. Stay up, man. All right. You know, and the guy just came, went back to the car, finished smoking, you know, after you pull off. So it's like... <laughs> Damn, man. You know, but if you came up there and I said, excuse me, um, I like a chalupa. I would like an extra sour cream. I would also like lettuce, uh, no tomatoes. Oh, man. Oh, they already. Anything else? 
Uh, I haven't finished talking. I would also like to have anything else. <laughs> you're like, man, they just treat you. You can't be nice. So it's weird. It's very weird. So you're right. I go across town where you can be as nice as you can be. And they're sweet. Your food is always hot. It's always ready. They're not sitting in the car smoking. They're not giving you excuses, talking about the registers down, um, the, the machines down. They get, I, I get all these excuses at that one. You're right. Yeah, you can or, you can order on the app with no issue. You can just go in and grab your food, and it's going to be fine, as opposed to this other one where it's like, nope, nope, there's going to be an issue. Because sometimes you just don't want to talk to anyone when you get your food. Oh, man, preach, man. So so you must be a person, right? You're loving technology then, right? So it's now you can get food, and you can just walk right into Chipotle, and you don't even have to look at any of those people. Is my bag <sighs> you- here? Oh, you yes. know, not so much because I don't really be eating out like that. And on top of that, I don't want all these food apps on my phone. I just, Good. I don't need them. I don't want them. I don't even do, I don't do the GoPuff. I don't do, uh, like, wow. what, Uber delivery, uh, yeah, Postmates. I don't do any of that because they mark it up so much. And I'm like, you know, I yep. need an excuse to go out and actually get my stuff. You know, I'll get my steps and everything. I walk my dog, but, you know, extra steps helps too. That's good. <laughs> nah, you need those extra steps. And I will say... I have never ordered – well, I have ordered Uber delivery for my daughter, right? My daughter yeah. somewhere. She said she wants, oh, can you send me some food? Okay, I can do that, right? Yeah. But I've never ordered Uber or any of those for me. But okay. I am victim to the food apps, just like McDonald's, mm. the Burger Kings, the Wendy's, the certain ones. Now, look, it got That's so where bad. all the deals are now, yeah, right? That's where the deals are. You can't get coupons without them. Yo, I go to McDonald's used to have large drinks. We we talked about not to before, but I, but I have a a bad thing for pop. Okay, soda, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola, <laughs> the, 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 the clear water of heaven for me, okay? That's what it is for me. I don't care what anybody else says. It's clear water from heaven. It, you, I don't care if you're, it's brown. You're talking Sprite there? <laughs> no, I don't care. It's Sprite too. It can be Coca-Cola, Sprite, Dr. Okay, because you're saying clear water orange. from heaven, okay? And I was thinking literally clear, and then like McDonald's Sprite is like, it explodes at you. Like it's yeah, popping, e- literally. E- every single one. It doesn't matter. I love it. It used to be a dollar. Now you go, if you do not have the app, it is not a dollar. And also, they have made it to where you can only use one, I think, one coupon per each order. So now I can't use this dollar drink and possibly get like maybe, you know, something else. Maybe I want buy one, get one free. Right. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. And they're making a killing, man. They're raising prices. And we're still, that's why I tell myself all the time, even as I bought some takeout today, I told myself, Nick, you know, you got all this food at home. You got, I got, I'm looking at the bananas, man. The healthy food right there. I'm looking at it. I can just go in there, man. Give me some bananas. They delicious. I love them. (laughs) Grapes. I got it all right there in front of me. And I just be like, man, you know what? I open the fridge. I look at the grapes. Like, man, they look cold. And I just grabbed the the two liter right there. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just killing myself, man. So I pray to God I get better. Um, and that's why I'm glad. Hey, that one day at a to... time, man. One day at a time. I, I will say you're actually you were on a point with the uh with the price and all that too. Cause I was actually talking about this. I've had this discussion with multiple people when it comes to it, especially because it's like fast food used to be cheap. And it's yeah. one of those things like 
just to feed yourself like if if i just go to mm. mcdonald's and i just want to like get something to enjoy myself it might be 15 17 bucks and at that point yes. it's not just me it's other people that are like that oh, too and when yeah. i see that price i'm just like granted this is not going to take you to fine dining fine dining you're going to pay a lot more but it's like no if i'm going to go out somewhere and i'm going to pay almost 20 dollars for a meal then the i just got to go to i got to go to like a nice sit down restaurant and I get agree. something not go to mcdonald's yeah and you know what it has come to that point right like i remember where mcdonald's used to have like and this is long ago this might be a little bit i might be showing my age here uh -oh. okay all right all right all right but mcdonald's used to have 2 dollar combos there was 3 of them <sighs> Okay. And this is when they had all the other combos on the menu. They still had your Big Mac combos, your two cheeseburger combos, filet fish, all that. But they had three combos that were $2. It was a, a double cheeseburger meal that only came with one slice of cheese. And it came with a small fry, small drink. There was also a daily double meal. Okay. Small fry, small drink. That was a burger that came fully loaded with like the lettuce, tomatoes, all that. And then they had another one that was a chicken sandwich. Same way, $2. You could eat at least a small meal for $2. $2 right now, you cannot, you probably can't get the drink. We just talked about a moment yep. ago. You probably can't get the drink. Can't get the fry. Can't get the burger. Can't get the, like, you're almost shot with $2 in your right. If you're getting a combo. You might as well say per person you're looking at $10 at least. That's if you're just like, I'm not getting anything extra. I'm just getting a combo. Yep. If you get a combo and you start saying, hey, I want a Sunday. Well, you're right. We're going up to that 15. <laughs> you know, we're going to start going up there. I want a Sunday. I want something else. You're right. So when you start thinking of that, I go, you know what, Nick? Take your ass to the grocery store, man. Just go ahead and go to the grocery store. You can get you a frozen pizza for $5, and you got 10 more dollars to play with up in here. There you okay? go. And there I'll go, go in here, and I can get bread. I can get eggs. I can get the butter. I can get all the good stuff that I really need. Okay. Versus the Perfect. fast food, man. You Actually, know speaking of that, I need to get eggs, so I'm just going to put that on my grocery list. No, nah, it's funny <laughs> you said that, man, because I thinking of all that damn food. I'm like, damn, that do sound good right now, man. You could go get <laughs> That's, Could get a that, Big Mac, man. Ain't a Big Mac sound good? <laughs> that's how it gets you, man. I was going to say also real quick. So I start. I was typing up a little bit because I realized, because we were talking about this before, because I know, so with the combos, you're, you're a little bit older than me here, but I'm a little bit jealous because that means if you were eating McDonald's when you were really young, you got to have the original fry recipe because they cut over to vegetable yep. oil from beef tallow in 1990. Yes, they sure did. I had it delicious. Um... And I can say McDonald's is not the only place that switched to, in a lot of places, switched all the ingredients. I think not only they did, Pizza Hut switched a lot of their ingredients. It's um, still greasy, though. It's still oh super. My. You 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 come out, it's oily. <laughs> it's the, oh, you're going to have butter lips by the time you finish up it. Right? You're gonna exactly. Look, your lips is going to be like lip gloss by the time yep. you finish eating Pizza Hut. That hasn't changed, <laughs> but they, they changed certain things. Um, I know... Fry recipes have been changed on like all of them except McDonald's besides the oil. But I know Burger King's changed fries. Wendy's changed fries. Um, places that were big at one point, right? There was like Brown's Chicken and, you know, these all these random places that you would never think. Um, Fuddruckers. A lot of people haven't heard of Fuddruckers, which was a big restaurant at a time that was like nationwide. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's gone. And all these wonderful places now dying. What do we have left? I McDonald's. Dude, 
get this i actually went to a fuddruckers somewhat recently within the last like year or two they are such rarities i'd never been one of my friends he was just, he's very nostalgic for him so he wanted to go he wanted to take me dude it was awful like the not only like the, just because you can get like the thing is like the burger industry has ascended so you can get better burgers at other places but I'm like sure we went did. and it was like two people working it was dark <laughs> like the tables weren't cleaned all the upholstery was like ripped up like it looked like people had taken knives to every single booth it was bad man it was yeah. bad i'm just like i'm surprised this place is still running so this might be the first and last time i go not because i don't like the food <laughs> but because i don't think it's gonna be here for much longer <laughs> no i i can tell you from firsthand knowledge of seeing businesses die <laughs> and actually seeing one go through the similar thing where it was right in front of where i lived and flourishing and it got slower people got less and you're right they had favorites that i'd known and loved right but when you went in there it was two people okay then you notice like wait the same person that took my order at the drive-through came from this window to the other one and this is a big ass building so <laughs> i know they are they working both sides of the building you that's know? exactly <laughs> what they're doing they're getting all those steps in you can only hope that they're wearing a fitbit <laughs> so you're like man so then next thing you know you see him again and you start thinking like yeah i think this place is gonna and yep lo and behold it closes down so and that's what's been happening with fuddruckers i agree it 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 has been going down and burgers you know you have which i still love their burgers but i guarantee you people are who knows if they even use the same thing now or certain places Mm -hmm. if they change you know it's such a rarity but that's kind of my age man i come from where buffets were very popular. Now you got oh, yeah. a couple buffets like Golden Corral and you got these couple big names. But when I was growing I, up, a buffet was everything. Like you go I everywhere there was a buffet. I don't know. It's almost like there was like a big virus that changed my thinking on this. But when I think of buffets, I'm just like, oh, this is kind of gross. You know what? And you know what? Now that you said that and I think of COVID and I start going back, you know, yeah, you're right. It is kind of gross. But <laughs> it, it's so it just, it's so delicious. That you're sitting it, it's nostalgic. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Yo, I can tell you, this is what's so funny you mentioned that. Um, I have noticed that since uh, pre-pandemic, I used to get sick, and I always would wonder why at times. You know what I mean? And as Mm -hmm. I look back now, as we're through things, I look back and I go, man, I used to think a lot of times where I ate at buffets. I used to think a lot of times where I would touch doors that other people touched or I would do. And it really started keying me in on things. And you're right. When you think of like, that's why buffets are not going to flourish now, right? Like you got a couple (laughs) places where you got buffets, but you know, usually if you have a buffet, there has to be certain standards now where plates or food can't be out for a certain amount of time. Utensils have to be cleaned every so often. Um, everybody must have these certain things. And guess what? Germs are still passed. People still breathe. People still cough. You know, they still fly. So you're right. It's just out. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've been in places and <laughs> where I've walked and you know, this is kind of weird, but I had a friend whose family, they, they all ate out the same bowl and it was kind of weird to mm-hmm. me. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, with their hands, but yeah, I, that was culture for them. I was going to say that sounds a lot like a cultural thing. Yeah, it was culture. It was culture for them. So I was like, you know what? How am I to say 
maybe, and even though I'm looking at it like, yeah, you guys didn't wash it. I seen somebody just come from outside and dig their hands right in, right? So I'm like, I know you didn't wash your hands and you guys are doing that. That is so disgusting, right? I'm saying that to myself, but I know it's culture. So I'm like, at the same time, of course, I'm not going to disrespect them in any way or be like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm just like, oh, in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn. And then he was like, they was like, yo, you want some? I'm like, no, nah, I'm straight. You Dude, know what I mean? One of the one of the worst things. This is not cultural. This is just gross. I remember in uh, college, I had a friend of mine who good dude, but he just had this thing where if he peed, he would not wash his hands afterwards. And I kept getting on him about this, and then he would get annoyed because I'm getting on him about it. But then, like, I studied at his place once, and he got mad because I was telling him this in his own house. And I'm like, dude, I'm a guest here. This is gross. Also, it was like a typical guy's place. So it was like him and like one or two other guy roommates. That meant they never vacuumed. They didn't know what a vacuum was. They They never cleaned up. He also had a cat that was running around all over the place. So at one point for a study break, we got two pizzas, Nick, right? We got two pizzas. We ended up, uh, like, he, he gets a slice, and... He keeps having to shoo his cat away, which is really funny because his cat's like hanging out around the pizza, shooing the <laughs> yeah, cat away. But then the worst part was that he had like his his pizza slice on a plate. It was on the corner. Cat ends up knocking it over. The pizza falls face first onto the ground, like just not the whole pizza, the slice itself. And no, I'm like, dude, lying. it's fine. Just get another. Up. Just get another one. He no, he he picks it up. He picks it up. This thing is hairy. It's like this pizza slice went to a furry convention. He wipes off some of the fur with his hand and then eats it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's wrong with you? He's like, what? It's fine. I just dust it off. I'm like, no, I still see the hair hanging off of it, man. <laughs> Yo, somebody need to get him one of them documentaries where they actually show like, like the point, like when something hits the ground, it takes point something seconds for like, millions of bacteria to like hit it i really just i i haven't talked to him in a while i hope he's doing well oh man that is hilarious but i know what you mean by the guy's place and i've seen that you know been there where you come in there you're right they don't know what a vacuum is they're not cleaning up not washing their hands and my thing was okay you don't want to wash your hands cool but if you're touching a controller that i play with then wash your hands if you are smoking anything with me, wash your hands. <laughs> if you are going to be in my house, wash your hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it's certain things. That's all I'm asking, man. I understand you want to keep your hands dirty, man. But if you're gonna keep your hands dirty, man, just don't be touching none of my stuff. All right. Don't exactly. Your hand. Who knows where your hands been at this point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now you ain't washing them in that long. I don't know. Do you ever wash your hands? I need to ask. Like. If you wash your hands right now, I guarantee black, it's going to be all in the sink. Like, just <laughs> like dang, like, yeah, your hands are a different color. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's th- what it does. At this point, just like, just, just get them like a spare toothbrush here. Be like, here, just like start like cleaning like the crevices out of them. Like, <laughs> like you really got to give yourself like a power clean. Yo, you ain't lying, man. At that point, man, that's like, that, that's pretty damn bad though. Man. You know what I mean? And I, I can say, if you at that point, man, that's a shame. That's a shame, man. Yeah. Some guys' cribs, I ain't gonna lie, the guys' cribs do be like that. But you get some dudes, man, like my, you know, myself, all right, I'm gonna leave some things, right? Okay, I take off my hoodie, bam, throw my hoodie over the couch. Do I grab my hoodie tonight and put it up? No, nah, I ain't grab it tonight. But guess what? If any time I'm gonna have somebody over, I gotta clean up all of this. You're not even stepping foot 
in here until I clean up all of this. Yeah. Right. So that way that impression is good. I don't want exactly. the impression to be like that. So it ain't going to be a time. Now, okay. Now, some people say, oh, your mom's coming over. What do you do? Yeah, okay. My mom has seen me at my worst. I don't care. All right. My mom can come in <laughs> whenever. Okay. I don't care. Mom, you can come in when it's not clean, even though I would rather it be clean. But if my mom just knocks on the door and walks, I'm not going to be like, yeah, mom, hold on while I clean. No, mom, come in. You, I, I, Let me clean you. <laughs> you know what I mean? As she walks in, okay, mom, let me straighten up for you. All right. Well, yeah, that's true. It looks like this. And now, you know, you hear it from your mom, right? Oh, gosh, what have you been doing? And now, now. <laughs> you know, so it's like, damn, you don't want that. You know, so you try to and I try to be as organized as possible. man. So which I can say it's a problem. Speaking of, you know, this, you know, mod chat, I have oh, to yeah. say, you know, and I, I got to speak about this. All right. I have an addiction. Right. And I want to ask you something just to see if I'm crazy with this. OK, man, OK, OK. I feel like I must have like access to old games at all times, even though I don't play them because I used to own them. Do you feel like that is an addiction? Because like, right, even if let's say you took all my electronics right now. Yeah. If I go out and I have to buy things again, I buy a phone. I don't have any consoles. I'm going to download my cell phone games, right? But all of a sudden, I'm going to want to get deeper into a game. So I'm going to go, you know what? I might put an emulator on here. What game can I really experience? Because these are full games now. Now I can go and experience a full library. Is that an addiction? Do I have a problem, man? Because sometimes I be thinking, man, I got an addiction, man. I need Because no matter what, I always, it's always going to be some device somewhere, somehow, some way with a ROM set loaded mm -hmm. up, right? Mm -hmm. Is that an addiction? I, I've i done a little bit of thinking on this, and I guess, first of all, I should say when it comes to addiction, um, I, I've heard something really good about this where it's, right. if it's not negatively impacting your life, and specifically if it's not taking precedent over absolute needs, Got it. then it's not an addiction. Like, like for that. example, let's say, um, with, with the phone thing here, like, let's say you, as opposed to installing your banking apps and things that you absolutely need, you're putting that off because even though that's like your main device on there, uh, you're just loading up RetroArch and stuff on that. And that's where your priorities are. Um, I wasn't even thinking of it with ROMs. I was thinking more with game collecting, which is where I've heard this because I'm I'm personally like a physical game collector. Nice. Um, I've definitely slowed down over the last few years because I have a lot of what I want and the newer stuff's not interesting me as much. Okay. Um, and I pick up things here and there, but it's very much, hey, uh, can you can you go five, six months without buying something? Not only that, uh, can you make sure your bills are paid? Like, for example, if you yep. are buying brand new games before your mortgage or your rent or your other bills are paid for, uh, that is at the point where that's an addiction. Um, or at best, it's just your priorities aren't there a hundred percent i'm just thinking that there was like one guy when i worked at a game shop like many many years ago uh i remember him and his roommate he he got really excited he bought it in 64 conquers and maybe like one other game <laughs> and he quite literally said he was like yeah i well this is the money i'm gonna use for rent uh fuck it i'll figure it out later and i still sold it to him because you know <laughs> it's not my job to be the moral arbiter right there yeah. 
but that I would say if it's not like if he was constantly buying games, that's an addiction. But that right there, it's like, OK, hey, dude, you need to get your priorities straight here. Like if you're if you're using your rent money to buy an N64 and Conquer's Bad Fur Day, like that's an issue. <laughs> now, you're right. That nailed it right there. So if like, you know, I'm going through problems where I'm stressed out with my girlfriend and we're having family issues or my job, I'm starting to now slack off and now they're looking at me and writing me up. You know, mm-hmm. th- you're right. Those are things that are harming you. You're right. So that would be an addiction because now you're doing those things and it's harming other things. And I, okay, cool. So no, it ain't addiction, man. It's just a sad love, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, I feel good. I had to ask <laughs> about that. Now, speaking of, you said physical collecting. Oh yeah. How do you feel about Best Buy saying they're no longer going to be doing anything physical? Oh uh, the no, they're still going to be doing games, right? That no, you're right. I think they just said. They're going to phase out the Blu-rays. I yeah, think, the Blu-rays the and the, the DVDs. The DVDs. Yeah, right. and they had phased out the CDs a few years ago. So, it, dude, it's the weirdest thing. This is not like new news by any means, but it's uh, for anybody who does not know, if you're international, like Best Buy is like, arguably, you could say, like one of the biggest like multimedia retail chains mm-hmm. in the United States. Um, the big thing about Best Buy is... It, dude, we're in the weirdest time right now. <laughs> we're in the weirdest timeline when it comes to physical stuff because they've phased out CDs and vinyl records are being sold because vinyl yeah. records are selling more. Like, and you can find them at Urban Outfitters, you Best can. Buy, Walmart, like all over the place. I never thought in modern era, like past the millennium, we'd ever yeah. be at a point where vinyl is outpacing CD, let alone. Yep that stores are dropping CDs entirely for vinyl. And I'm not bashing on vinyl either. I actually have a vinyl collection. I've been a believer in it for a while. It is cool. It's unique, but also it does sound better with a proper setup. Get yourself a good turntable, get yourself some good speakers and nice yep. needle on there. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> with them no longer doing physical, it's, it is, coming to an age or we are just getting closer to just kind of going in all digital which i'm not a fan of because a lot of people Mm -hmm. really like the convenience i like the convenience as well the thing is that's when we run into things where we have all these streaming services all these um movies tv shows are getting delisted there's there's no sense of ownership at that point Um, and people don't understand that until it happens and then when they get frustrated they quickly forget about it um Mm, this is right i i did kind of try and do a save and say hey they're they're still going to be doing games but uh i don't think they're going to be doing games in the next five years uh because I also know. i've never talked about this but quite literally if you go to walmart best buy any of these other stores the video game selection is sparse and it's not it because is. they're ordering less it's because these um these production plants i think there's been one or two production plants that have shut down but if they haven't shut down they've just been producing a lot less games yep. than is typical so that's why it's not your imagination it's not a crazy demand for physical titles it's just there's less being produced and less being shipped out mm. So, being that you're a big collector, and like you mentioned, um, soon things will be phasing out, how do you think we're going to handle the digital age as far as licensing? Because you're right, you pay for a game, man. You, you own the game. 
do you think businesses are going to just change that? Do you think that narrative is going to change where it's going to be the point where we will at that point, we will technically never own the game? I mean, we're kind of already at that. Like it's to the point where, for example, um, you know, if you if you buy a digital license for a game that can be revoked at any time. Like, yeah, there is there is ownership, but it can be revoked. We've seen it with I know Stadia, for example, where it wasn't just a subscription service. You could pay for games on there. And Google did something unprecedented where if you remember they they wanted to bury Stadia so deep, they refunded everyone. They said, if you ever paid for <laughs> yeah, Pro, did. if you ever bought games, if you ever bought hardware, we will refund you. Every, yep, they refunded everybody. Yeah. That made all the articles and everything. And that was a big deal. Yeah, but but you can see it didn't have as much of a negative connotation towards it. It was a very expensive write-off and mistake, but you don't have people saying, oh, I paid for all this stuff on Stadia and it disappeared. It's like, oh, yeah, Stadia was a thing. Because we'll we'll refer to things like, um, I know just 20 years now at this point, but the original Xbox Live Marketplace, any games that you purchased from the original Xbox Live Marketplace on like the OG Xbox, even if you have, like, if you download your account right now, you cannot access those games. The original service is down. The only way you can legitimately access them is if you still have access to a console with them downloaded and it's working on there. Um, And, you know, they never, Microsoft never issued refunds for any of that. Um, But I know with any of these digital titles, when you have them licensed on your account, technically the, the, the companies will say, hey, even when we delist these games, you can still always download them as long as you have access to that account. But there's been times not only, you know, services go down, um, sites go down, all of that. But there's been times where on the Xbox 360, for example, I can fire up my account on a 360. I can go to my download history. There's things in my download history that are just not loading up. They're missing that I cannot download. And it's not because Microsoft is trying to squash down completely. It's that that functionality is just broken at that point yo you are preaching right now man and you know it's sad because i'm one of those people that i switched over man i ain't gonna lie you you went all digital i went digital oh no i I started was it this year no i started last year last year the last game that i bought that was a physical game so i was buying all the physical call of duties nbas everything physical last year i said i'm gonna stop buying physical and the first game i bought I think digitally was Cyberpunk. And okay. I bought Cyberpunk. And that was the last And they one. delisted that one, funny yeah. enough. I know, right? So yeah. isn't that something? You know what I mean? So it was like I, I purchased it. I had the disc. Wonderful, mm-hmm. right? I can just put it in and play. So it was it, it that's a way to look at it. Like you're right, I had a physical copy, but I can tell you what broke me was the fact that I'm a Call of Duty fanboy. For those who don't know, I love Call of Duty. Call mm-hmm. of Duty can never do wrong, even the bad Call of Duties. This campaign right now, I must say, I'm going to be honest, if you want to compare it to other Modern Warfare, it's, it's trash, bro. I'm not even going to go into anything. Spoilers, You're talking about Modern Warfare 3, the one yes. that just dropped? Yes. Yeah, not not Modern Warfare 3, but Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, right? You know what I mean? So, uh it, it's trash, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, I was really looking for a storyline similar to Modern Warfare 2 and not Modern mm. Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hate mean? it. I hate they They can't do anything original now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's very weird. And I realized that as I'm playing this, 
it's not what I thought it was going to be, man. It is kind of Warzone-y, and I hate Warzone. And I love Call of Duty. I'm sorry, anybody Call of Duty people out there. I can't believe I just said I hate Warzone, y'all. I can't. But, you know, that whole big-scale map thing, I never was for with Call of Duty, right? I didn't think it fit Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty is more of a, a small map, a small It case. is, yeah. You know, and I think when you start larging it to large scale, it's really kind of, it becomes very even more arcadey, okay? Um, whereas games as Battlefield kind of mastered, to me, the large scale side of it. Now, the new one that, you know, the latest one that came out, I haven't played, so I'm only speaking of the Battlefield before that one, I believe it was. Whichever one I don't was even the know last which Battlefield break. we're on right now. Yeah, I know, right? The last yeah, after break. after Battlefield one, it broke me. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. okay, we're going from from four to one. Okay. Yes, it was the last great one. Okay, the one that was good that everybody played that lasted like ten years, and it, and it's a great one. That one. Okay. Um, I realized that Call of Duty can never be that, and it still is not that today with large scale. Like that was real destructible like when you shot a building or a wall you now created a new entry point you know like these things matter now call of duty tries to do it right oh this part is destructible destructible environment no it's not real destructible environment. wait they're doing destructible environments now that's how long i've been out of call of duty no nah, they, they, they did not okay it's it's all fake destructible environment it's okay not no, yeah do not even think yeah the the, the last <laughs> one the last new one i played was modern warfare like not not call of duty for modern warfare but call of duty modern warfare Mm. the one that came out uh was it 2019 does that was, sound about right yeah i was gonna yeah say that, that was that was the last new call of duty i did okay and see that you know what i don't blame you man you know what for everybody that don't rock with call of duty i've had people to say oh you play the same game every year and you still love it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you're right they just reskinned it every year baby and i'm loving it but but i will say it's it's different when you're a first person shooter guy and each year I'm not really looking for anything different. I'm not. Okay, and I'll be honest with that. Like as far as single player, yes, I'm looking for different experiences all the time. All the time. When it comes to multiplayer, I want to be able to cut it on, go into a match right away, fight, nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want a quick match. And because it's time-based, right? It's a lot of time things. Like now I don't have as much time to game as when I was younger, right? So when you were younger, you can just, oh, man, I'm I'm prestiged overnight. You know what I mean? You just stayed up all night. The family, you're, you know, you go to work. Your brother takes turns playing your account. And, you know, next thing you know, you guys are prestige. No, nah, it's not those days anymore, man. Everybody's got lives. So I will never prestige in a Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're just like, I don't want to like lose all my stuff. Yo, and not, yeah, you know what? I was a person that I was like that at first. Like, I don't want to lose all my stuff and attachments. And the first time I did prestige in the, the earlier Call of Duties when I had time, right? When I first prestiged and I lost all my stuff, I realized how much better you get when you prestige and play again. You get yeah. better, you know what I mean? And I couldn't believe it. But what happens is you wind up going back to that beginning point. You wind up starting off with all the things you're not used to, but you realize how much better you are, right? So you're that much better with those guns that you probably, you know, they're basic. They're okay. Yeah. But at that point, you now like, damn, do I want to get my main gun? You know, you pretty much just want to level up to your gun. You know, everybody has their gun. <laughs> yeah. Right? So you want to level up to your gun. 
But you'll start seeing like, damn, well, I can level this up if I do this now. And I get more points if I do this now. And I start to so you start getting other things you can do. So you'll now start saying, hey, I don't have much anyway. Right. So why don't I just try to make this quick knife achievement or this Simtex achievement or this, you know, so you go back now trying to make these achievements that you probably didn't care about mm-hmm. that now you can go back and relive again and go through. But I will say you will probably get stomped because you don't have your gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll also say that, like, it, I, I remember when that came out because it was in Call of Duty 4, um, how novel and refreshing of a concept it was. Because I remember yeah. at the time, it, 2007, it was very much the issue of, yeah, like, you get bored of these games because you're playing it, and then you get to max level. And then what else is there? You know, you can't you don't want to keep playing on your account because you can't really progress any further. So are you just going to play on a new account or what's going to happen? And then Call of Duty end up flipping it where they said, boom, we're just going to prestige you. And, you know, it gives prestige. But then every single time you hit level, was it 55? Yeah, I think it's 55. Yeah. Yeah, it was because it confused me because World of War, they downrated it down to level 50. Yeah, it took longer to to get to To that point. But. Yeah, but Call of Duty 4, it was level 55, and then you had 10 prestiges on there. And yeah, you're right about that, where you got better every single time. That was the idea. But I just remember how novel and refreshing of a concept that was. And that was super, super cool. That's just like, wow, you don't have to get onto another account. And every single time you end up prestiging, then it's fun because it's not the the end goal. Getting to maximum level is not the fun part. It's the entire it's the journey getting to that is where you you have all the fun. Preaching. It's the journey. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you get to do this so many times now. <laughs> like yeah, do it a couple now. I will say now I would probably first of all, if I got to max level, hallelujah, I got too much time on my hands right now. Right? <laughs> that I got too much time on my hands. I get to max level now. But um I probably would not prestige because it is it like you said, it's a gift and a curse because you do have all your things and everything available to you. So to me, if you want to have the full game experience where Hey, today I want to play domination, but I want to do snipers. I got all my attachments, everything for my favorite sniper rifle. Oh, you know, I'm going to play free for all and I'm going to run around and, you know, play close quarters maps all day. So, okay, you might want to do shotguns or SMGs and now you got your loadouts. You got everything ready, you know, so it kind of leaves you to you get the crew. You're like, hey, boys, it's time. And now they see six people in the clan and, you know, oh, let's back out. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? let's back out hurry up guys there's six people in the clan back out you know so it's that type of thing but um i will say i am a fanboy man so when you talk to me about call of duty it's not even fair like i i what was the one that sucked um was it advanced warfare or advanced war or the no future the, soldier was no future soldier was a uh, ghost recon ghost advanced recon. warfare was the yeah. one that had uh kevin spacey in it advanced warfare okay i, I that one that I one was say, fun i no, it was okay what was the one after advanced warfare oh uh was that uh world war Two? not world war Two, because i actually thought world war Two was okay i must okay. be talking about what was the one you were running on walls uh was that black ops 3 i don't think it was three I don't know. See, I mix because that's, that's where that's you could. Problem. That's where you could wall. Yeah, they're all starting to blend together. Like Black Ops Three wasn't bad. And you know what? If but it was whichever one it was, they had all the power ups. You had the super stuff on you. You could run mm-hmm. on the walls. You could do, but you were you had cybernetics, pretty much. Okay, that sounds like advanced. I think warfare. it's advanced warfare. 
Okay. All right. I okay. could not stand Advanced Warfare. Right. All right. But when it came out, what was I saying though? Man, this game day, hey, this the future, boy. You can run on the wall <laughs> right here, boy. Hey, I'm telling you, this the Call of Duty, man. Y'all talking about the mothers. And then you know the other Call of Duties came out, and I was like, Phew, thank God. You know what I mean? Telling myself, but that's what I mean by sad fanboy. Like after years down the line, when I can admit it, yeah, I can admit it. But um, yeah. I'm that type of fanboy. So I will admit the campaign is not as trash. But if you're a guy like me who don't have much time, it works because I don't want to sit down and watch the story or listen to, you know, people talk for a long time. I got to get to it. All right. Mm-hmm. So, man, let me get to it. And you could jump down and play. But I will say, give me some sort of storyline. Like some, I got it. Some. I get it. Well, I they they did not do a story for one of the Call of Duties. I think wasn't it uh, Black Ops Four? They didn't include a story on there. Yeah, I remember that. Man. Yeah, I'm happy that didn't catch on because yeah. that was the only one they did not have on there. Which I played like I don't know, like one or two hours of Black Ops Four initially. Like, well, not initially, but like after all the patches and everything, that game was just it was just kind of boring and it yeah. was bugged out and everything like not super great that was that was around the time though that's when a uh, battle royale was huge yep. like way bigger than it is now so that's when they did blackout yeah man i could not and i'm not gonna lie to you man wasn't a big fan of any of that call of Duty. fair you know what i mean wasn't a big fan of it and i could say original modern warfare to me was the best call of duty ever the first original. you're talking about call of duty 4 yep Oh, dude, that's the goat right there. It's, it's I the, have that is my all-time favorite multiplayer it, it's game. It's the best ever. Bottom line, period. You cannot get better. Even though Modern Warfare Two for the time for me, okay, it was like ah, I love it so much because it was like a pickup of the original for me. For me, fair. Now the thing is, is with the original, it was just like so well balanced. And I think, like, it's just rare you get such a good balance like that. You know what I mean? And then you start mm-hmm. off, your start-off gun was what? I think it was the M16, and it was just as good as any other gun. I think so, yeah. You know what I mean? So you could, like, start off, you had a good gun, and once you start learning, of course, I think it was Juggernaut that I hated. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Juggernaut and a couple others, I hate it because I'm like, damn it, he was also died. There was also the one where you drop a grenade when you die. Oh, that was a Marty the uh the marty one yes and i hated that one too. martyrdom that's yeah, it martyrdom there we go yeah, I can think yeah. of them. but you're right you kill them and sure enough it's like ding, 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 and you hear the sound and you're just trying to run <laughs> you die you're like man i hate this but if you put it on yourself as a character it gave you so many extra kills yeah just yeah. for having it but i, I never did that but i believe it I, i'll tell you that game also has so much sentimental value to me not just because it's such a great game but that was where i end up having a clan on there we never did it it was just a fun thing we never did anything like competitively on there mm-hmm. um but it was a clan with like a bunch of most of them were up in canada and they knew each other so then it was cool because i'm like the one person online that they all mutually know <laughs> and there was like a few other people there but i started playing it heavy with them when i was like 15 and i made some lifelong friends that to the point where uh it was because of them i end up doing my first international travel by myself when i was 19 i end up going up to canada 
by myself and I met up with a few of them just to hang out. And that was just, it was such a big like growing moment and some that I hold so near and dear to me. Nice. And I'm still in contact with several of the people Ain't even so, something? so many years later. Yeah. So that's why, that's a part of why not only it's just an excellent game, but it has so much sentimental value and growth to me. Yeah. It means much more to you. See, now that makes yeah. sense. That makes total sense. Now, one thing I ask, I'm just looking at this, man. I'm looking, I'm, I'm new to this. When you talk, why do i see waves and when i talk i don't see waves oh i mean i'm seeing the way we're using zencaster for anyone right, who's okay wondering. Right, i'm seeing right, i'm seeing the waves on your end yeah it's fine and you, and you know how i am man i do content too man so i'm in the middle i'm like oh no you know it's like the producers in the back they're like oh gosh what are we doing oh gosh go ahead you know so i'm just making sure i ain't, i ain't have things messed up man but no call no, of good. duty i will say if that's sentimental to you that is probably like my Final Fantasy VII. You know, Final okay. Fantasy VII was a time where, you know, was the first time where I actually kind of kept myself indoors. I was always, like you said, trying to be out, trying to do stuff. Became more like, hey, I'm going to try to just be to myself for a little bit, stay out of trouble. I was getting a lot of trouble mm-hmm. at the time. And Final Fantasy was the only game to keep me in the house and actually got me back to playing games like like I was addicted again. You That's know what awesome. I mean? And I remember having three discs. I remember scratching up the second disc, oh, having no. to, yes, having to go to Blockbuster to rent it just to be able to get the second disc to be able to play and make it to the third disc. And I'm like, oh, yay. Then I beat the game. Then I want to go through it again. My first disc is scratched. So now I got to buy a whole nother one. <laughs> you weren't you were taking care of the discs? No, no, I was terrible. I was a terrible kid. Oh, I did not God. care. I was one of those dudes that, like, when I finished playing the game, and you know, this is the original PlayStation. So you just pop it open. I take the disc out and I'm either like putting it on the side of that dust, you know, that dusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dusty ass drawer, you know, put it right in there. Okay, just put it in there, man. I know it's in there. Or I, oh. I flip it over. You know how some people flip it over on yep. like the top of the other, but then yeah, you yeah, get yeah. another disc and you flip one on top of that one and you flip another one on top of that one. So you got like disc scratching each other and all of that. It was uh. just like. When I realized how to take care Nick, of stuff, do you know, it was do you know how many discs I fix? I worked with resurfacers. I fixed thousands of discs. I'm just cringing. Oh, right yeah. I know that hurts you, man. Yes, I was very bad. I did not understand taking care of discs. I did not. And later on, I understood, right? When you have something you really want on a disc and it doesn't work and you start realizing, you know what? From this day forward no longer doing that so i started putting everything in cases i had Mm -hmm. things organized i like to start doing Mm -hmm. things in alphabetical order uh those type of things helped out so now i'm like okay oh hold on i'm missing a disc see now i know i can see it it's an alphabetical order i'm missing it where (laughs) is it you know what i mean so it helps me i'm go okay it's still in the console just making sure it's not laying out somewhere you know what i mean like those things helped me but i was when i was younger it was probably because I, my mom and dad, at one point when they could, bought me any damn thing I wanted. Okay. And that was probably where it came from. Because it was like, oh, this is a true story. I, I ain't never even said this. I don't even think I said this okay. on my show. All right. All right. All right. Like, so this is exclusive. I actually pissed on a Nintendo Entertainment System, an original. Why, why would you do that? Because I was very young. I want to say I may have been like eight. Um, I think I was playing, I forgot what game it was. It might have been, it wasn't Mega Man. 
Was it Mega Man? It was one of those old classics, right? Nintendo. And I kept losing, man. You know, this is before I understood that computers cheat, like on purpose, to make yes. it fair, right? I yep. didn't understand that at the time. So I used to think that things were impossible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like things are happening to just me. You know, like it doesn't it doesn't happen to anything else. This isn't impossible. So I went, ah, I got mad and I cut the game off and I peed on it. Oh, now God. I'm gonna tell you how young I am. Instantly after I peed on it, I thought about it like, damn, this is the family system. I let me see if it works, right? So that's no. the, the first thing I'm thinking. Plug the system back up, cut it on, does not turn on. So I'm like, now. If I would have knew what I knew today, I would have let it dry it out. <laughs> Probably would have opened it up too, opened like it up. banished it, and I everything, yeah. clean it because all, that pee is acidic too. Yes, I would. I would have made sure to to do everything, and it would have been good. But I thought that you know what, it's okay, man. You just grab that thing, plug it back in, it'll be okay. And nope, didn't cut on. So I hit it, and lo and behold, it was like a day or two later. I know my brother's like, where's Nintendo? I don't know. You know, my brother. <laughs> I don't know. And then they're asking my mom. So they're looking all over for the Nintendo in the home, right? So they find it. And my mom's the one that found it. And all I hear is, oh, the fuck pissed on a damn Nintendo. <laughs> was it still wet? <laughs> it probably was like sticky as shit. And, and like reeking of piss, like and I like when when you're a parent, you know what pee smells yes, like. Thank you, right? Or if you're in like who's been in an elevator <sighs> oh where God. somebody couldn't hold it and they let it go and nobody cleaned it up, right? Or something like a stairway oh. or something that nobody's been in a long time and it looks look, you know, those type of things. She knew instantly, man. And I just oh did my not God. say anything. Oh, oh my God, she knew. She probably knew it was me, but she couldn't prove it. And I said it wasn't me. My other brothers were saying it wasn't me. I guess DNA brother. tests weren't prevalent yeah, at that time. They weren't. They well, weren't. There we go. You know what I mean? So there was no way. But my mom wind up, uh, I think like a week later, bought another Nintendo. So Oh, man. That's why I said it was getting anything. So it didn't really, you know, it didn't really mean much. And then I became an adult and spent my own money. <laughs> there's the story moral of the story and you know? it hurts so much more at that point oh man now when i look at my son he's like dad uh can you can you give me a headset i just bought you a fucking headset what do you mean <laughs> um that headset I'm going to tell you, Dad. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just want to just uppercut you Mike Tyson style right now. Like, what are you saying? This is like your third headset. It got to the point that now I got to buy you the – I'm got to buy you the cheap headset. Like, I can't even get you the good one no more. I got to get you the five below. You know, the five below headset. Let me go over there yep. to five below and get you a, one of these because, damn, man, I get you the good one, you break it. Then I buy you the mid-ground. I'm like, okay, let me get on the mid-ground. You know what I mean? Something that's not Xbox supported, but it might be something else. You know, you got your mid grounds, right? Okay, let me get my mid ground. Bam, broke that one. And I'm like, man, and this when you see them broken, they're not like broken where just the mic part came off or something. They're full out. The headset can't go on your head. Oh God! How do you do this? That's that's actually impressive. Yes, it's it like, is. are you my son or are you a bear? Thank, thank you. Thank you. So I still wonder to this day what the hell is going on with it. But then I told myself, you know what? You were kind of reckless with shit too, Nick. All right? You were too. Now, you might have been as reckless as him, but you got to think. He's got a dad 
that he knows fixes a lot of things. So he thinks he can get away with a lot of mess ups, right? If I'm messing up on my computer, dad, what's wrong? He'll fix it. Oh, headset's messed up. Dad, he'll take care of it. You know, so-and-so, dad, he'll take care of it. So that, a lot of that still runs, but guess what? My son is 16. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll be 16 in a little bit, but nonetheless, I'll give it about a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, all right. Close all right. enough. Close enough, right? So my son will definitely be 16. And guess what? The first thing we talking about J O B baby. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take it right up in GameStop here. GameStop looking for people too. I see all the articles. I cover it, son. Trust me. They looking for people. You can come up there in here. Go. They're going to hire you. They're going to pay you not a good amount, which you don't need a good amount. Cause you in high school. Okay. You just need a little wage to get you by. All right. That's all you need. So, bam, here you go. Now you can pay for your clothes and your phone bill and get yourself something to eat and take your friends out. That's all you need. <laughs> you ain't got to ask me for a dime. Okay, you can take care of all that. You, But I know how it goes. You know what I mean? It's always going to be. Which, one thing for me, and I say with the kids, I want to be able to give it without having to be asked. You yeah. know, and that would be nice, right? Like, man, my kids, it would be nice if my son say, man... You know, Dad, man, my headset broke, man. I'm going to go ahead and wait till next week and buy another one. It's the third one I done bought this week. You know what, son? I'll get this one. You know what I mean? That I mean, good. I can get that, I but when one. you're saying the third one this yeah, week, there's lie. a little bit of a That's concern a, right there. I ain't going to lie. That's a concern right there. Third yeah. one, we might need to have an intervention. We might, it might need yep. to be intervention time. Okay. Third one. Another one, another one, <laughs> another one, Dad. <laughs> okay, son. Calm down. Now, if you get like that, yeah, it's pretty bad. But son's the only one like that, man. Um, others ain't like that. You know, daughters don't have anything like that. It's just a son. But I must say, have a son. All right. So at least I got a son. Um, and he is a, a manly man that loves to play sports and games just like me, right? He's one of those dudes that's like, you know, we go up in there, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So, so and you know, I do like to get the occasional bro fest going. You know what I mean? I yeah, like the game yeah, nights, yeah. like you mentioned. Okay, I need my bro fest, right? Occasionally. I need a good bro fest, and that's like I got something for a little bro fest. So that's good. But reality kicks in. Okay, I'm not going to be doing anything besides playing games with you guys. So time's over. We got to get back yeah. to real life, guys. Okay, you got family, you got family, and you got things to do, you know. So, uh, but no, when I heard game, night, that's why, you, you know. I hear yeah, the- we were talking, and for reference, we were Nick and I were talking about game nights that we've had yeah. with friends and stuff right before the show. So, yeah, yeah, no, and I was, I was saying because you were saying, you no, know, it's been hard to kind of assemble them, and I said, like, I have a standing game night with some of my best friends, but we do it remotely, so that's even how we're that's able to make beautiful, it work. man. That's yeah. beautiful, man. The fact that you can even get people to all come together remotely is beautiful because usually and- it's like. You know, remotely, people are even more busy, right? They're doing something yeah. else or they're, oh, man, I can't. I'm out. Um, I'll be there in about 30 minutes. Oh, man, I got caught up. I'm at this place. I'm doing this. Oh, you know, that's yep. what I would think. So, no, good solid. Yeah, group. and I. Yeah, and it's it's been one of those things like one of my best friends because there's like four of us about uh, one of my best friends and I were there probably 90 percent of the time. And I think like realistically. I, I myself, I think out of the year plus we've been doing this now, and it's been great. We've had some of the best stories, best memories. We have cried laughing so many weeks. <laughs> so we're just having this. It's not that long. It's like once a week. It's like a couple hours at most. It's a real fun time. 
but we get great stories out of it. Like we look forward to it. And even when it comes down to everything, it's just, uh, I think legitimately, because like, there's certain times like, hey, you know, if holidays are coming up or this holiday is coming up or for example, like uh, this uh, Halloween. Yep. Um, yeah, this Halloween was uh, on a Tuesday. That's when our game night was. And uh, I knew that may- I knew one of the people was going to be busy. I was kind of I could make myself busy easily. Um, <laughs> and then I knew the other dude, he's got a kid. And I'm like, hey, I know your kid's going to want to go trick or treating. So those are like times where it's understandable. We cancel. But I think aside from that, there's only been like one week aside from holidays that I have canceled. Where I said, hey, I have something going on. I'm not going to be so able you're, to you're Mr. To come dependable in. of the group. I, I try and be dependable. And I and I guess if, if you want to factor in, there's times like, you know, if I'm visiting people or they're visiting me or something or traveling, but I'm not really counting that. It's more just kind of a thing of like, hey, some unexpected came up. So <laughs> exactly. No, that's good, yeah. man. It's good to be dependable because I will say. There is certain things that I lack and I have certain things I'm strong at. And one of the things that I severely lack, okay, is probably scheduling things ahead of time and being there. Now, right? I usually can plan things a week, right? But once you start getting two weeks out, three weeks out, four weeks out, I tend to overbook things. So I book things with okay. other things, and that's usually an issue, right? So it's do, like- Do you use a calendar? I now do. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we you go. You know what I mean? Shit, I had to get it straight somehow. But, um, you know, so now I used to, you know, Google Calendar, things could pop up directly on me. I could see certain things as those reminders, but I still occasionally do it, right? So I got something on the calendar, but they're like, hey, my weekends are typically free. So somebody say, hey- or want to set up and do something. Okay, let's do the weekend. Okay, well, what what works better? The morning. Then I wind up going to look at my calendar and say, well, damn, you work the weekend, but you work, you know, maybe 10 to 4. So it's like a weird time. So I could do the morning, but it'd be a little bit earlier, or I could do after, you know, so it's just like those weird things. So I'm like, man. So it's a lot of schedule adjusting for me. Yeah, it's like I get that. Calling this person, hey, man, let's do it this time. Let's do it that but I will say the parties, I'm like a unicorn, bro. I ain't going to lie. And the phone. The phone, too. <laughs> like, if you get me on the phone, be amazed. Be amazed. Like, seriously. <laughs> if I answer that phone, even my mother will say, like, oh, my God, you answered. Oh, my God. And I will I, say. I can get that. It's because this is something personally to me. And my wife hates it. Everybody hates it. But I feel as though the phone keeps a certain attachment and attention to me when I stay by it yeah. or stay on it. So for instance, if I'm, so we could be talking right now, my phone's going, Oh, texting, you know, while I'm talking, um, you know, Oh, I'm sitting here watching a movie, but my phone's right here. Oh, it's a dull moment. Let me see if I got a notification, you know, and a lot of these things happen. And if someone had called me, right at that time that I looked, oh, I need to go do this. I wind up finding that I'd live by what the phone's telling me in a way yep. that makes sense. So I pull myself away from the phone. So I usually try, like if I'm doing something, my phone will be all the way in another room. Won't even be by it. Won't even be looking at it. And I'll just That's go, fair. you know what? In an hour, I'll go check my phone. 
and I'll see who well, called and I'll see certain things. So I feel like you've probably experienced this too, but the beauty of that when you're just like not attached to it is not only it, it can be a little freeing, um, no, but it's it not is. only that, it's just you then allow organic moments to happen. Preach. You allow organic conversations to happen and things that will occur that you know when you think about it, it's like yeah if i was sitting here on my phone if you were sitting here on if we were sitting here next to each other just on our phones we wouldn't be having this amazing conversation nope. we wouldn't have gotten to see this thing like that's the beauty of it nope and so then i'm sure you've run into this with people it's like hey can you like put your phone down because you're using it more than normal and it's like we're we're kind of we're kind of missing a lot here there's a little bit of a disconnect no you're preaching right now man that's like Back in the day for us, it was like when they had Walkmans, you know, the CD Walkmans, right? It oh, was yeah. like, if you're going down the street with your buddy and he has a Walkman and he puts it on, it was considered rude, right? Because it's like, you two are walking together, we're talking, we're having a combo, and then all of a sudden you just put a Walkman on. You know what I mean? Like, are you tired of hearing me? Are you? And I don't have one, you know? So it's not like we're both, and if we're both walking down side by side with Walkmans, we look kind of crazy. Like, that's yeah. what's the optics of things back then. Now... If you see a group of people walking down the street and like all of them are on their phones, it's like normal. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. So I, crazy. I get that. That's why, especially when you're, I, I've noticed it the most, like when you have a partner and you're really connected with them, um, the, you know, the, the phone usage will be different on there. Like yeah. you will, ideally i think what's healthy is you're not going to be on it as as much and then like if there is a reason for either of you to be on the phone there's a direct reason for that it's not just because exactly. it's idle or you're bored or you're just kind of scrolling for whatever reason it's like hey i'm sorry this is a thing that's going on like i'm actually i'm having an active conversation about this thing that has to happen and this is a plan that's going on or Preach. there is something that i'm researching right now because even though i'm with you i'm trying to plan stuff for us for the future it's like what we're going to be doing this weekend. So there's all this research I need to go. Yep. So point is, there is a, I, I can appreciate it when there's communication on that. And when there is an actual task ahead that's being done, yes. it's not just, hey, we're driving. And even though you're driving, we're having a conversation. I'm just going to be in the passenger seat scrolling on Reddit because <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Like, no, you can <laughs> scroll on Reddit when you're on the toilet by yourself or when, you. you know, you're, you're just like, laying down on the couch for like 20 minutes and there's no one around or something <laughs> thank you i'm at the doctor's office i've been sitting here for i don't know how long you know oh, what I mean? you got yeah, all perfect. the time that's, in the world you know what i mean that's that's where i bring the switch i'm yeah, like hey I, I want i want something to actually play here yeah that's that's perfect time i and i've never been the type to really just want to be sucked in fully so i'm not like that's a big thing so you'll hear a lot of people which will say like I answer text messages all the time. You know what I mean? Text me too. All right. I can answer text messages, but also this is another thing for me, man. I try not to make myself also at the same time too available. Yeah. That that's important. I, I do personally, I make sure to make a conscious effort to not make myself available all the time because mm -hmm. it becomes an expectation. And yep. when it becomes an expectation and the time I'm not there, they hold me to it. So, you know yep. what? I I need a certain way to be able to know if things are emergencies. I got certain ways for people to let me know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. if things are emergency, they will probably call me a certain amount of times or they will text me certain things or, you know, they would do certain things to let me know. And then I go, okay, something seriously up. So even if yep. I'm busy, 
let me step away now, you know? And yep. Because the only person I'm really answering that thing 24-7 for is kid's wife. You know what I mean? There we go. And that's how it should be. Yeah. That is simple yeah. as that. Kid's wife. And anytime they call mom, yes. But sometimes mom even, because mom will just call and chit-chat as well. And I know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mom will just call and she'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, just seeing how you doing and so on. And my mom, she's she's a talker. So me and my mom mm, will start talking. That. We're talking for an hour. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yep. gosh, I didn't waste it. And a whole hour, I'm behind now. And my schedule is thrown off, you know? So, yep. And I've I've had that for sure with different people. I'm actually thinking more of like the two available thing. I, I had this somewhat recently. I was talking with one of my best friends about it. There was like one night I was busy and I came home late, right? Uh, I mean, late for me, it could be early for other people. I came home okay. at like 11 midnight, whatever it was. And I had seen like while I was out, um, I had several messages from people and it was someone who's like one person's like, Hey, you know, could you help out with something? Another person said, Hey, I'm looking for some assistance on this. Another person was saying, Hey, I got to talk about something if you're available. And I looked at the messages and I'm just like, Nope, I'm tired. I have not decompressed yet. Uh, I'm not, I'm got, I'm not going to acknowledge these. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to get to bed. I will get to these when I can. I did that in the morning uh, after, you know, I did all my stuff that I needed to for myself, for my own life, you know, use the bathroom, <laughs> clean up, do whatever I need to, take my dog out, eat. When I was then prepared at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. I can take on some of this load. So yeah. then I messaged people back. And I was talking with one of my friends about it because uh, he was saying, hey, I run into that. And typically what I do is I just tell people, hey, look, I just got home. I'm tired. Uh, text me whatever you want to. I'll look at it in the morning so he doesn't keep them on hold. I said the problem with me on that is that then I'm going to get all these texts like overnight and then in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to check my phone and I'm going to see all this stuff immediately. So I'm just like, yeah, no, no, no. I need to have some sense of separation on that. And you know what? That is a great way to put it. I like it. Put that. <laughs> a, a, a nice sense of separation. Like I need to know that right now I am not existing anything to do with that right yep. now. And everything yep. has nothing to do with it. And you're right. It gives you now. <laughs> Guess what you get? And this is something I explain to my wife all the time, right? If 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 anyone's in a relationship and you start seeking someone else to cheat, you oh are now giving energy. And that energy you could be using elsewhere. And yep. when you find out that you no longer do that or you stop doing that, you'll start seeing where that energy starts going. Hopefully it's in a good direction, but it's going to go somewhere. So that time you're spending, that energy you're giving you're going to give it to something else. You know what I mean? So don't yep. give it to those bad things. So guess what I could be giving it to? Here. I could be giving it to editing. I could be giving it to going live, playing a game. You know, you could give it to something else where now, okay, I get a reward, you know, yeah. out of it versus. Plus you're not cheating. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Plus you're not, you know, you're not getting a black eye and, and tires cut and, and losing a marriage and kids and all that stuff later. You know what I mean? So. It's not even worth any of that. And and that's something that I always lean on to when I tell my wife faithfully. That's what kind of keeps me going. I'm like, yo, I just keep my head forward. I don't even think to turn. You know what I mean? Just like, man, as long as I keep thinking this direction, good things happen. And I know the moment, the moment, and you know what they say, what is it? Uh, I don't mind. It's the devil's playground. I think that's the saying there. 
So, huh, I haven't heard that, but I believe it. So it's like, hey, if you're, you don't have anything to do, you're sitting there, you're bored, you start surfing things that you probably typically wouldn't surface if you had something to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, now you're looking at things and you're like, oh, well, hey, I got a couple hours. What should I do? Oh, let me look up there. You know what I mean? So, but if you had it's, something to do, you probably would be doing it. It's funny you say that with bored. So get this. I'm one of those people, man. I I don't get bored easily. I get bored maybe once every few years, legitimately. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people. And it's not like I'm constantly doing something, but it's like I'll fall asleep before I get bored most of the time. Um, I thankfully have enough either that I need to tend to or that fulfills me or, you know, connections that that's okay. Uh, but I heard something on, it was a few years ago, it was the Create Unknown podcast. And it just, it, it resonated so well to the point that I still remember it. Mm. Um, they were talking about bored people and they said something along the lines of, Bored people are really dangerous people. If you spend time with someone, if you know someone who just always complains about being bored, that is a dangerous person. Because first of all, that's not a world problem. That's a you problem. Secondly, you're telling me out of everything there is to experience, do, try out, see, feel in the world, there's not one thing. There's not a single thing that interests you right now. That is a you problem right there. I, I'm not gonna lie, that is a big you problem, and it also kind of lets you know a lot about the individual, right? Yeah, because and then it, it can even go deeper. You can start going to how they were raised and all, because yep. there has to be something. So everybody at some point, me, I was playing with computers when I was freaking six. I was playing with DOS three point one, I think it was at that time, and yeah. typing in oh C colon slash documents and settings. So and so, oh, run my batch file. And, and you know, that was before all the mouse and stuff. It was just a keyboard I was playing with. Um those times when I think about it are why I'm here and I still touch computers. I still mess Thank with goodness. computers. Yeah. You know, and I still want to learn. I still learn. My my day job, I currently learn, always changing, dealing with the IT things. So it's always a beautiful thing to be able to continue to learn. Like I said, in it, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, you know what? Learned everything about you know XP. Windows XP is the best operating system there was. You know what I mean? As long as I can get my programs to run on Windows XP, what do I need? A 7, a, a 8, a 8.1, a 10, or 11? That's, that, that's where you're no longer growing. That's just stagnant to that point. Seriously. You know what I mean? It's stagnant. And I think like, yo, and I remember hearing a lot of people and being in a mind state at one point, right, where you start thinking like, man, oh, this is the golden operating system, man. I'm not coming off of it. And then you come off of it (laughs) and the other one becomes the golden operating system. And then now people say windows seven. Oh, that's the golden operating system. Man. Have you tried to run windows seven on a modern computer? The thing is with, (laughs) with modern hardware, it is a sin and it has just changed so much that even to like on my computer that I built and still running this thing, but I built it in 2016 in order to run windows seven on this, I have to pretty much, build up a hacked version of windows seven because it needs the drivers injected into it and then i did that and then after like six months it ended up imploding on itself so it's not even usable on modern hardware i'm exaggerating a little bit there like it is the point is it is usable if you 
quite literally hack it into your hardware where at that point it's like okay well you know it's almost not really worth it at this point you know this hardware is designed for windows 10 now windows 11 it's going to run much nicer on windows 11 (laughs) yeah you know what I used to have like this sad, and that was back with the Xbox 360 modding days, because believe it or not, I had a weird thing where I found a use for Windows Vista, and it had Mm -hmm. to do with modding. And I used to tell people, like, my famous joke was Windows Vista is not a useless operating system, because when I, I think it was when I did the probe flashes or something, when I was reading the, uh, what was the probe used on the light on drives? I think it was. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The light on drives. So when I was doing the light on drives, when using the probe, it would freeze for some reason on seven. It would freeze yep. on, um, well, not seven. I think I was using. Yeah, it was. Yes. Correct. Damn. I'm running back XP Vista. And then no, damn. No, I think I was running. Yes. It was seven. Okay. It's <laughs> just okay. so many, of them. but it was seven. So I said, why does it freeze on seven? So then I would say, okay, well, let me try running Vista. And it would not freeze in Vista. Now, I tried mm-hmm. multiple computers, and it was freezing. Now, I don't know, you know, now looking back at it, I'm sure I didn't look into chipsets or, you know, anything I was yeah. doing at the time, right? Now I could have been using the same damn chipset, <laughs> you know, for all I know, you know. Because I was going to say, I I mean, even recently, I've uh, flashed some 360 drives, and I've always used Windows 7 on it. But it's even to the point, I keep my old laptop around with Windows 7 on there, and I use that as nice. just a dedicated flashing device uh however there are some quirks on there jungle flasher i will say that works on older os is better so like windows xp will be the best for that one i'm sure vista's fine as well too i was just doing all my main computer back in the day it had seven at the time so that's what i was flashing with um no it was it was working fine on there if you start flashing drives on anything past Windows 7, uh, JRunner has been updated. Thank f- shout out to, you know, yeah, Octo no from Octo's console <laughs> shop, you know, JRunner with extras. Um, as long as you use that, it'll work beautifully on Windows 10, Windows 11, Windows 8, 8.1. It's fine. But Jungle Flasher specifically, you start running into more issues, like exponentially more issues when you take it past Windows 7. Gosh, and I remember those days, man. And I would say I I probably still have a couple of those chips in there. Probably still got my X360 USB Pro. Probably still got my probe in there. Mm -hmm. You know, just so it's so many things, man, that I used to do. And I'm glad that you still so being that you currently have done one recently, how often are you touching consoles and modding? About how often? Would you say a week? Is it like a daily thing? Where it's oh no, okay, no, 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 no. I would I would say at minimum monthly. Okay, all right, and I would say yeah, it's about yeah, and I I I mean even it wouldn't even be if I said weekly, it's definitely not every single week. Like, and, and by terms, I, I guess that's kind of broad. To I know what like you mean. Using yeah, a modded system in general, or like actually modifying. A system. Yeah. And that's what I got to say. That is kind of broad. And I will have to say modifying it in some. Okay. Way. I mean, I did one today, so that was fun, but yeah, if I'm like actually doing stuff, I could say at minimum monthly, I'm doing some kind of mod to a system yeah. where it's like, Hey, taking it from a stock to a modified state or like doing some kind of other software, or hardware modification there. 
not just like installing an application or something. Yeah, same thing. Uh, yeah, recently I've been tinkering a little more. So I would say maybe like every other week I've been doing some stuff. It's been fun. Yeah, no, same thing, man. Either yeah. with systems or like I mentioned that that long ago, built my PC again, had to do another one because time to upgrade, right? We all go through that. Where it's like, okay, I didn't push the old dinosaur far enough. So um, I'm, I'm still pushing this dinosaur. My system's actually been running beautifully, thankfully. So I'm good, but I'm just trying to take care of it. Nice. Now, what are you running that you said you've been running it for that long? 26. So I got a uh, i7 6700K, uh, 32 gigabytes of uh, DDR4 RAM, a GTX 1080 Ti, uh, then a whole bunch of drive storage in there. Oh, okay. uh, so it's it's honestly because I'm I don't really game on it, but even the games I've been playing, it like plays. if I do play on it's PC, good. it's been fine. Uh, I mostly need it for like the odd stuff I'm doing on here and video editing and all that's been beautiful because uh, I still work in 1080p at like 1080p 60 on that. Yeah. So everything's been OK in that regard. Um, so I have what i'm saying is uh, i've been using this pc for so long but thankfully to the point like with my workflow what i'm doing i've never gotten to a point where i said i've hit a brick wall and i'm like i need to upgrade like even the ram surprised me i started with 32 gigs of ram i haven't had to upgrade off of that it's been fine nice um, yeah yeah so it's it's been working out uh i even the last like big upgrade because there was a few drives i swapped hard drives to ssds yep. um so that's been okay uh, I th- I've upgraded storage on there from like 120 gig SSD, like a one terabyte SSD here and there. So I'm not really counting that directly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been fine for the most part. I think I work in you know the Adobe suite, so it's like I can tell that uh, my monitors I run in. I have three monitors. I run them in uh, 1440p, 144 hertz. Uh, and it's smooth. It's nice. I could tell the Adobe suite would probably perform a little nicer. Probably. A, yeah, decent amount nicer if I upgraded my computer. But like, even with the limitations I have on it, it's like, oh, these aren't really like bank bring. It's like, yeah, I can't scrub through my timeline like yeah, as yeah, like as fast smoothly. Smooth. Yeah. yeah, as smoothly, but like it's not hindering my workflow on here. That's kind of the same place I was at. And I wind up one day because I didn't even have to upgrade, to be honest. I actually upgraded because it was something that irked me. And I was watching a stream I was playing and I just was like, I, I notice it's chugging. And yep. they're, they're like, no, nah, it's not. It looks good. And I went back and watched it again and it looked good. Right. Mm-hmm. But as I'm playing, I can notice certain things. It was just little tic tac things. But same thing. I was running like an i7 7700. Uh, I was running, what was I? Was I 10? Was I running a 10? 1080? I think I was running a 1080 super clocked. All right. Uh, TI. It was a TI. Um, what else was I running? I didn't have 32 gigabytes of RAM. I had some off. Oh my God. I wound up looking. I was at like 24 gigabytes of RAM. Just, oh, that is odd. All right. Yeah. I had, I had, for some reason, I do not know that this is before. Remember, I said before I really got into building and then I built okay. later. So I wind up not understanding, like, even as I built my computer, I didn't understand a lot of the basics, right? So when I built a computer, it was just like, how do you build a computer? And I'm like, okay, I need a motherboard. I need a CPU. I need these things. 
but I didn't understand basic concepts or even upgrading CPU support. Um, you know, like imagine buying a motherboard and CPU and hooking it all up and wondering why it's not powering on, not realizing that right. you have a CPU support list. Like I was very bad. So there were some things you that, were learning though. That's yeah, fine. exactly. Right. So when I was doing Ram, I didn't understand that you needed two sticks in certain slots mm. and they had to be the same amount and they helped each other. Right. I didn't, I didn't really get that concept. I was just thinking like, Hey, if it shows a bigger number, it's better, right? So I'm, I'm like, okay, I got these two four gigabyte sticks. Let me buy a sixteen gigabyte stick, and then that <laughs> and way it's like, no, 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 that's not how that works. <laughs> I've you. done that same thing before. I did it before, man. It starts crashing blue screens, all yeah. that. No, no, no. Yes. So it's a lot of things that I, I, I could change. So then, as I look back, and I'm like, okay, I started changing things and got it better. That system, even as I upgraded, I could have kept. It was running fine. I really didn't have to change. I did all my editing, same thing, video editing, no problem. And you're right. I'm scrolling through. It might not be as smooth, but it's pretty damn smooth. Okay. Like yeah. it's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Um, but then I wind up upgrading my graphics card first. And I said, okay, upgraded graphics card. I think what I have a 3090. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. bam, upgraded graphics card. So it's like, damn, what else? And I don't really want to upgrade anything. So I started looking. I was like, let me look at my motherboard. So then I looked at my motherboard. I was, I had a, I think it's a B250M, something like that, but it's a gigabyte modem, uh, or excuse me, motherboard. Yeah. So yeah. this motherboard was running DDR4. And I thought about it and I'm like, well, you know what? Even if I just up the, the RAM, that's an upgrade. You know what I mean? That's what I was telling myself. That's an upgrade just for the RAM. Even if you, so then I'm looking at the CPU. I'm like, man, well, this is a pretty good CPU. Can it be support? Oh, wait, chips. I forgot the type. (laughs) And then I had to change the whole type because it's been so long ago, right? So I forgot the socket type is totally different now. So I'm like, oh gosh, so I'm gonna have to get another CPU. So then I start adding that. And I said, you know what? I just went ahead and did it, man. I'm not gonna lie. Since I did it, guess what happens after that? You know what happens. Oh, man. I, I'm going to tell you how bad I was. This is so sad. I'm even admitting this. So I buy the, the Z790 motherboard, and this thing is, is a, a freaking monster. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got a mini ATX case, right? It fits in there. Barely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. All right. I can fit the cables in there if I squeeze them through these little slots perfectly, and I have yep. to use tweezers to slide it in, right? Oh, so God. I had it hooked in there. In my mini ATX case, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I'm looking at the SATA cables as they're, like, dying. <laughs> right? Yep. As they're connected, and I'm like, I'm going to have to take this apart now and order a new case. <laughs> so I literally took it apart right at that moment, took it all back apart, and I was like, I ordered a case that day, and I got the, uh, what is it, IQ 5000D? Right on. Right? So I, I never, you know, that's my first time dealing with it. I'm so happy I did that. So much room, so much easier to organize. Everything's there. Now, if I want to go ahead and move on to liquid cooling, do my lighting, everything else is right there. I'm like, yo, what was I thinking before? So you're learning, right? That's yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. You're right. That That's why, like with my computer, and I can say at this point, after using it for so long, I, I accomplished it. I wanted to build something that was overkill 
back then for me because i said look i don't want i don't really want to do the upgrade game like little ones like hey if i'm going to change the hard drive to ssd if i'm going to up the ssd storage if like something breaks and i have to replace it because it was like i have like a little like i i use a lot of io so i had like a little like usb 3.0 bridge um like pcie to 3.0 and end up busting after so long so i got a new one popped in little stuff like that's okay but when i'm talking like cpu gpu motherboard all that stuff i was like you know I I really don't want I don't want to upgrade my mm-hmm. my thing is aside from like small stuff I don't want to upgrade my PC until I need to build a new one. Mm-hmm. So like I don't plan to do any major upgrades like upgrade the CPU, the motherboard, the GPU on this like when it's time for me to upgrade I'm just going to build a whole new tower. Yeah, I agree. I'm right with you on that. And you know it's funny you said that because that's actually what happened to me because when i first made go. the build it was trying to build the cheapest build so i got yep. a working pc for 220 bucks but now as i'm upgrading things and i come to this point i have an older motherboard but i have the best cpu for it right mm-hmm. i could upgrade the ram but it's like now i mean how much further can i go with it what i should have done is i should have bought the best motherboard I could have bought at the time. Then mm-hmm. therefore, I could have had a better CPU. Okay. But at the time you're just trying to you're you're just trying to, you know, save your dollars here and Thank there, wherever you. you can. So now, you know, that could have lasted me longer. So this time around, that's why I made that conscious decision. Okay. I said, you know what? If I gotta do it, hey, we're doing the whole shebang, baby. We're doing motherboard, CPU, and RAM. All in and, one. And then not the mixed RAM either, not like the 16 yeah. gigabytes. The, the the motherboard and many times the power supply, that's also where people will cheap out because like, oh, I got to get a, a great right. CPU, a great GPU. And the motherboard, as long as it fits, it's okay. The, the, the PSU, as long as it powers it, it's fine. That's usually where people will kind of be a bit stingy. Yep. No, you're... It's funny you said that. Remember I mentioned the power supply. Uh, this is off. Everybody don't know what you're talking about, you know, computer. Oh. But I had a power supply that was free from a buddy, 450 watts. And mm-hmm. I was actually using it. I was on the stream. I probably have the episode still up. I was live on a podcast and it shut down twice. Oh, no. Right? Twice. And I mean, pew! and I'm yeah. like, it was blue screen and then shut right off. So I'm thinking uh-huh. in my head, I'm like, man, something's going on. I'm like, oh, please, I do not want to deal with this blue screen stuff. So then it happened for like another week. And then I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? Since you've got this computer, you've now added camera microphone rgb on everything there we Um, go so so, you know i start thinking in my head and i'm like i bet you're probably just not pushing enough power then i start digging into event viewer more and start looking and sure enough i'm not running enough power man so i said when i buy the next power supply i'll buy the big one so i had a power supply already ready for this build i had an 800 watt so i was ready and I don't know if 800 won't be enough for me. If it ain't, I'm going to be upset. Okay? Because I thought 800 is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say? Is 800 watts enough for, you know, let's say a 3090? You know what I mean? Um, I want to say, if with all your, I want to say no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, damn it. I thought about just going up to 1,000. 
You know what I mean? Like, damn it, I need something. But I told myself, I said, man, you know what? Was, was that really what? Did you still run into issues with that or what? I haven't ran into any issues. It's all really Oh, great. okay, okay. Well, then I might be incorrect on that, it's, which it's, that's fine. No, I'm running I, it right I, now. I, I, now I will have. Well then, I will happily be incorrect on that. I think I I tend to like tend like go a little higher because I'd rather have too much than too little. That's but... a smart way to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so. when I went into it, I didn't think of. So, for instance, right, I'm not running any liquid cooling or any custom RGB right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not running. Um, well, everything I got pretty much everything in minimal settings. Um, you know, so it's it's not using as much and i could say i'm not gaming on it as much as i should be being that i got it now so also that's not a thing i probably didn't hit the game yet (laughs) Uh, maybe there's something i'm gonna hit that's gonna just you know but no it has not powered down at all i i will say one thing that and it sounds like the power supply did treat you well one thing that uh i guess people sometimes don't think of uh which this is something do it at least yearly or something, which I need to get a little better about. I'll probably do it at one point here. Uh, go <laughs> uh, d- disconnect your tower, take it out somewhere, blow the dust out of it. Okay, I do, I do. Okay, yep. that idea. You know yep. what's funny? Um, I had to take everything out. Right, that was kind of what I had to do because you know I still have the other motherboard and I still have the other case now, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I had to buy a new case, so I just put the old motherboard back in the original case. And but it was the same thing when I pulled it out. Um, I do dust, but what I find amazing, even with this case I have now, how fast dust accumulates. Wow. Dust accumulates yep, yep, very yep. fast. I just bought it this does. not that long ago, and I can just take off this front uh, rail right now, and I'm just looking at caked up dust. And it's not like super caked up, like when you have it there for months, but being that it's new for me, that's caked up. I get up. that. <laughs> I get that. It should be clear. But I got the air can, so I'm just wind up, you know. I'll go through after I, like you said, power down, you take it out, you know, let it all blow all over the place and go all out. And then once it's clean, you know, bring it back in, you know. There we go. Power back up. I'm going to, this one needs it, even though this case I've been running, which I said that my build I've done, it's been about a month for this build, but already, like one month we're talking about. I'm looking at That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Yes, it's like one month, dude, like brand new. I don't want to have to go through cleaning it in one month. I'm, of course, going to wait longer. But then what (laughs) happens? It starts caking up even more. Yep, yep. You know, so it's like, man, oh, gosh. But I do like this case because you can take certain things off. So that's the only good thing to make it easier. to Perfect. (laughs) No, sweet. So, so Nick, we got about 15 minutes left. So there's a couple of things I ask here near the end. But uh, one of them I was going to ask is, uh, what games are you currently playing? Oh, man. Call of Duty is the first game. The second game That's is... Marvel 3, the new one? Uh, yep. All right, all right. Uh, second game, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, whichever one. Third game, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, whichever <laughs> one. And I got a, a special nomination, I will say, because I did say Call of Duty for the first three. Call of Duty, anyone, but number four, okay. special nomination. <laughs> All right. Call All right. of Duty. So keep it That's simple. That's it. it, man. <laughs> Nothing else. I'm eat, sleeping, breathing, Call of Duty. If I play a game and it's on and you see my gamer tag, it's Call of Duty. Nothing else. There Unless it's a sponsored stream for the sponsors, which I love playing the games. Those streams are different. You might catch me playing a couple of them. But other than that, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare right. 3. All right. All right. I see you. 
Yeah, I've uh, I, I've been a little bit different than that, just a t- tad bit. Uh, I've been on the the Switch a lot here, but uh, what is it? Um, Coffee Talk Part Two. I finally got a physical of it because it ended up releasing, and I, I love like my cozy visual novels and this one is just it's very unique it takes place in a different type of seattle and you are a coffee shop owner who uh your shop is only open at night so it is just such a cozy game but i haven't played the second one yet because i wanted to replay the first one so i'm playing through that again uh what's the name of that again i need coffee talk okay hold on dude it it puts me to sleep and not in a bad way. It's just, it's so relaxing. So calming. Like I was playing it, laying back. I was falling asleep. It's so good. Yeah. I loved that. Uh, I'm still playing ring fit adventure all these years later. I'm playing it (laughs) Monday through Friday, dude. That is a sponsor for me having a normal BMI. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You can't, you can't never, you know, not say that one because that one's keeping you. (laughs) Yeah. That's the most important game exactly it really is man it's life at this point i think that's the game i put the most hours on in my switch uh (laughs) with uh the recent nso update to the uh expansion pack uh some friends and i we end up playing mario party 3 on there which uh i will say it's like it's it's fun but the issues with it it's not necessarily the game it's that the just the standard switch controllers are not optimal for playing this on top of that when you are playing online on nso like specifically on this here the the way it is is that you keep running into lag because the game will just constantly like the way the emulators are coded up is that they will just bring everyone down to the lowest possible denominator so if like one person is on a weak connection everyone's on a weak connection so it keeps exposing that and it ends up messing you up so there's those aren't faults of the games it's just the platform that we're playing it on oh gosh yeah i could imagine that like you're just like man who is ruining the experience for all of us <laughs> yeah i that's why it's and it's still it's okay but i uh when we started doing this i was like hey all of y'all gotta get wired we're all doing wired connections on this <laughs> spend ten dollars Get yourself an Ethernet cable, hook trouble. it up to your dock, get the little adapter. Just we're going wired. Everyone's going wired. Oh, gosh. And it's funny you mentioned the visual novels. I have not. I played one and okay. I actually played it on the quest. And it was beautiful because it's the quest, right? I could lay back and I could play it. And it was just it's let me ask you, so you're one that plays visual novels. Yeah. Is the point of a visual novel to be like you're reading a book but you're kind of playing the game and it's interactive i would say so it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book in a way Mm, and then the cool thing is with a lot of those visual novels well most of them i would say you have different ins and outs that you can do different endings different paths different quest lines so it is just a electronic version of a choose your own adventure uh so i i like them quite a bit is there much gameplay not really but uh now if you hey if you ever want to get some visual novel recommendations i got you yeah you know i do uh when i do any of the game giveaways on twitter um i usually have a lot of people getting a lot of those visual novel games really yeah the people who love them like they, they like they really fuck with yeah, visual novels no you're right because they yeah. get nothing but the visual novels they go yep. through and like even the ones where you think like okay this is i think it was one called england exchange or something you mm-hmm. know and i'm like ah uh, you know this is just an extra one nobody's gonna get this nope they're grabbing it it's a visual novel they want it 
You know what I mean? It's like, man, so I want to try some because I did like the one I played on the Quest, but it mm -hmm. was not a full game. It was a demo. Mm -hmm. So I got to a certain point and it's like the end, you know, it's a demo, pay for the whole. And I'm like, ah, do I want to pay? So I wasn't sure. But now that I got the stamp from you that you like said visual novels, because I'm that type. Yeah. Sometimes I like to cut it on and um, I don't really want a hardcore game, but I want a yeah. game. Dude, it's great. No, if you like, I mean, a few I'm thinking of, if you want something like chill, uh, there's a demo for uh, Coffee Talk. That is a great one to get into. Um, if you're wanting one that's more popular, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm just going to say Doki Doki Literature Club. Give that one a shot. Um, the first one I ever played, which is not the best one, but it actually has more of a gameplay focus. So it's kind of like walking around stuff. And this one creeped me the hell out. Deathmark is really good. Oh, is that it the is, Spirit Hunter Deathmark? Yeah, yeah. There we go. It's the Spirit Hunter series because there's Deathmark and there's NG and there's another one that's supposed You're to right. be coming out. You're but right. NG yeah. is the other. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Mean. No, I've played, the, dude, I play those ones multiple times. They are so disturbing. And like, especially Deathmark, I was playing, I was playing in my basement in the dark. It was creeping me out, but I I love them so much. The Spirit Hunter series is great. Damn. And you know, Death is, Death Hunter is one of those games that I probably given away at least 12 times like they, there we it, go people still like still no it's, matter how long it's good like it's not the best visual novel it has its faults but it's good i like it death mark i love that one no that was a great it's okay so i'm into some, and that's what makes me see them when i usually give them away and a lot of times i do these little you know game giveaways and i see the game and i'm like oh i'm kind of curious what type of game this is you know and then yeah. someone picks it i wonder even more Right? Because it's like, why would you pick this out of all these games? You're the winner and you pick this game. So it makes me kind of start digging into it. I'm like, oh, well, let me look at the game. And that's how I started learning about more visual novels. That's where you mentioned uh, Deathmark. I was like, oh, yep. Spirit Hunter. I remember that. I was seeing it. I was looking at it. I was like, I should try this one. I was thinking about yep. trying it, you know? So now that you said that and how creepy that one is, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. Right and don't, yeah. Don't if you, if you like creepy games, like especially if you like some like Silent Hill, you'd probably like Deathmark. Yeah, I love Silent Hill, man. Anything. There we go. We're, you know, me and my wife, we're very freaky with that. We love the, anything <laughs> that can like torture your mind sick and twistedly. We want to just dabble in it. We don't want to. We don't want to like get screwed up too bad. But we want to dabble. Okay, we want to see it. Okay, let me see it. All right. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I get it. Like I get it. Yeah. Evil Within was a scary game that I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. she liked. She liked to watch. Right. She wants yeah. me to play games like that. So if I'm playing Resident yep. Evil, some you know good games like that. As long as it's scary, yeah. good watch. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what the girlfriend and I have been doing. We played through uh, what was it? This one's a short one. It's fun. Uh, House of the Dead remake. We end up playing through that, oh. and that's like a quick fun game right there. Uh, and then we just started like right at the beginning, but we just started uh, Life is Strange True Colors because uh, I've played like the first one I played Beyond the Storm she hasn't yeah. played any of them but this one really interested her and I had it on hand so it's kind of the thing where I'm controlling it she's picking the options and all that so nice. um, it's good yeah those are those are real fun games to play as well too actually if you've ever played like those are uh, also kind of like diet visual novels in a way if you want something say, with a little more I... yeah if do play the Telltale games play the, the Life is Strange games those are visual novels essentially just with more gameplay yep and i played a few of the telltale games um and mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie to walking dead that was the first one you know that i played oh yeah was everyone played that one oh, that was a good one yes and it was just like okay if this is where we're going 
it's just heartfelt. <laughs> like yep. I was, I, oh my gosh, my, my daughter was sitting there watching like, oh my gosh. Oh no. Yeah. Like this is like legit scary. And it's again, you know, so I, I, I'm glad you said that. So now I know yep. I can look more towards that. And that's, that is what I like. That is what also my wife and my daughter would like for me to play so they can watch versus call of duty go. they hate call of duty okay just so oh, of course of course because <laughs> yeah, it's like well it's yeah. just it's just oh we're gonna be shooting people that's it yeah we're shooting people again baby again this year you know what i mean yeah i know it's the same gun i was holding last year yeah i know it's a pistol and another assault rifle <laughs> yeah i know yep same dudes that i was playing with last year yep they're doing the same call of duty like <laughs> me too man yeah we're all losers baby okay all right we love you too all right <laughs> like that's it it's sad but I don't blame. That's why anybody who says like, I can't stand Call of Duty. It's the same game every year or they're just ripping people off or they're just paying. You're like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I totally get it because I am the sucker that's buying it. So (laughs) and every time I'm buying it, I'm like, man, Microsoft, you are the best company ever. And you're going to make sure to take the Call of Duty franchise. Good places. Okay, I want to see Activision. Uh, a blizzard. I want to see you guys flourish now that you're at Microsoft, you know, and stop <laughs> stop having Bobby be a douchebag and treat it. You know what I mean? Stop abusing yeah. women up in there and start doing some. Yeah, I can agree with that, actually. I can agree with that. Like, goddamn, Bobby. Okay, calm down. Okay, keep your hands to yourself, buddy, and shut the hell up and do some actual work around here. But uh, I'll be honest, apart, I, I'm kind of happy that Diablo 4 has gotten a whole bunch of pushback because yes. like just with that, I'm like, you know, I'm just not feeling these games right now because of all the allegations yeah. and stuff that was coming out. But then on top of that, it made me a bit happy where it's like, oh, well, it turns out the people who didn't care about that and who really cared about Diablo 4 also seem to have really valid complaints about the game because the developers are not doing great things. Yep. Valid complaints. And that's one thing, right? That's like a hard thing where you like you know, as a developer and developer, this is a strong time for developers, man. Like a hard, it's, it's it a weird time. Cause it's like, it's a great time and a bad time, right? It's a great time. Yeah. You can be an indie developer. You can probably make a game for not a huge amount of money and you have the tools yeah. available to you. So that's a great thing. And all you need is time and the effort to put in and you can make a great game as a single person, you know, that's true. That's the beauty yeah. of it, you know, but <laughs> There's that whole other dark side where, hey, you might think it's beautiful, but once you get the big business and they start having to crank out yearly releases and you realize that you're getting put on like four different projects in one year and you cannot complete any of them. Yep. And then you realize that they're telling you, you got to complete one of them. (laughs) You're like, well, what the hell do you want me to do? You're throwing projects at me and you're telling me I have to complete one of them, but you want this done in this time frame. You won't let me test. You're not paying me. You're not so like, it's so many things. So that's why I said, it's like, man, I really appreciate those small companies. And that's why new blood, uh, Dave, Dave Ostry, when I did my interview with him, I was very happy to hear, like he said, we're a small team and that's the way they believe in keeping it strong. You know, they have a small team. They're all passionate. They all want the same goal, you know, and that's yeah. that's a good way to keep it. So now they're all kind of helping each other out. They're looking out for each other's backs. And that works. You know, yeah. Yeah, that works. man. Yeah. <laughs> we are uh we are gonna have to wrap up this project unfortunately we can keep talking all night know, but right? we got we got this two hour thing here so <laughs> my my last thing i want to say nick dude seriously it's been a pleasure thank you for coming on it's been fun Likewise. we're gonna be talking more in the future i have no issue with that Likewise. uh looking forward to it uh typically though 
I like to pick a, a keyword of some kind or a key phrase. And if people use this keyword or key phrase in the comments on the video upload, we can go through the comments. We'll know who's made it to the end. So I'm going to pass it to you because you're the guest. What word should people use in their comment? Mofam. There you go. Mofam? Mofam. Okay, M -O -F -A -M. there we go. M-O-F-A-M. Mofam. There we go. Very on the nose. If you use the word MoFam in your comment on the video upload, we'll know that you've made it to the end. Uh, Nick, for anybody who's made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much. But secondly, where can people find you online? No, and I agree. I thank everybody for tuning in as well, man. Um, they can find me. You can pretty much Google Nick Motito 5. You can Google that. I mean, all day you'll find me. But if you want to go look for me on any of the social media platforms, Nick Motito 5 on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. You look it up. You will find me. Not hard to find. Perfect. All right. Well, I'll I'll have some of your links down below in the description of this so people can check you out. And I, I would recommend checking them out if you're into some uh, entertaining live streams in regards to the gaming scene, modding, all that. Uh, it's it's a fun time. And I want to say before you go, man, it's, it, you know, it's such a pleasure to be here. And one day <laughs> I will reach goat level like you, man, just so you know. All right, man. Dude, I'm not a goat. I'm just me. <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment, though. I do appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> all right well as i always say uh thank you very much everyone for tuning in listening watching just enjoying yourselves hopefully this is entertaining here I, this is mr mario signing off thank you all for uh listening and watching and until next time